Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. See, I'm happy to start it now. But there's members of the <laughs> team who aren't ready yet. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. Only means one thing, ladies and gentlemen. Rambo! <laughs> Not now. Is he saying Rambo or Rambo? I, I, I don't know. But, I don't uh, think he knows. But I'm saying welcome to the football ramble, and I'm joined by the usual lot. <laughs> Pete's here. Hello. Lukey's here. Ramble. Ja- <laughs> Come on. We're, right. be- we're better than that. Right. And James or Ramble. We're not. Oh no. <laughs> and that's James or Jim. Um, who's your favourite ponytailed? Player of all time. It, since time began, your favourite one. <laughs> since since, since um, the early man discovered it was an elastic band or his sister's hair bubble, he can actually put his hair into a much more convenient way. Place. I used to have long hair, never never did that. No, me neither. Why I, didn't I do that? I had long hair in the ponytail once. Back really? to the question. Just once. <laughs> yeah. No, that's my favourite player, me. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, no one else is going to say he that. He was really enthusiastic. Why don't you ask him? He was really Go on, Pete, who have you got? Uh, my favourite footballer of my uh, developmental football watching days. <laughs> <laughs> Which you're still in, incidentally. Roberto Baggio. He's oh, oh, not even a ponytail. ponytail. It looks like a... Yeah, I it's don't a know what it looks tail. like. It's a, it's a weird little tail. Pigtails count. Yeah, that, no, Roberto Baggio, Roberto Baggio's great. That's a fantastic show. The Divine Ponytail. It's a beauty. Simple as that. Speaks volumes, doesn't it? I'm going to go with David Seaman, because obviously, as an Arsenal fan, he's a bit of a legend, and he, you know, inspired a generation of kids to walk around with semen written on their backs, so... That can cool. only be written, a bad thing. Written on the back. <laughs> um, you can write with it. His, his, hair, <laughs> his hair did look like... Um, you know, the, the horse's tail. He broke the mm. golden rule, which was ponytail or tash. <laughs> <laughs> not both. Yeah, <laughs> not no. both. And he did, it, he did it late on in his career, didn't he? Yeah. Which is it seemed to come out of nowhere, you know what I mean? That's a young man's game, the ponytail. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. He always had a good head of hair, but he... he and he took he a lot showing of criticism, off, really, wasn't he? he, by the he end. took a lot yeah. of criticism. You know, he stood by that ponytail. He got it chopped off late doors, didn't he? Like, quite late on, he got it chopped mm. off. Yeah. Luke, who's your horse? Um, I'll probably go for, because I can't think of anyone else you know, on the spot, I'll go for Darren Peacock. Darren Peacock. <laughs> I don't know why. Taller than you think. Yeah. <laughs> Darren uh, Peacock. No, I think he's tall. Yeah. So you don't even know how tall I think he is, so how yeah. do you know? <laughs> well, uh, I'm going to go abroad. Right now. Because <laughs> uh, I'm sick of your <laughs> mother's. Because <laughs> well, Baggio's an Englishman, isn't he? Um, I was, I was, uh, was going to go for Tony Miola. I was going to say Miola, but I wasn't mm. sure if I, got, if I got the name right. I thought I was getting them confused with um, um, Roy Weggerly. Well, if you said Roy Weggerly, you got it wrong because yeah. you never had a ponytail. No, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, any go... excuse to say the words Roy Weggerly is, is Taken. valid, though. It's accepted and encouraged. Mm. Um, Emmanuel Petit. 
Oh, oh yeah, obvious one. Good obvious one. one. Yeah, very yeah. good one. Obvious one. Yeah. Excellent. In fact, I get the points this week for did, that. Could, <laughs> did did uh, talking of uh, from, did Corby Jones have a nice? No, he had dreadlocks. Oh, did he? If you if you put dreadlocks in a ponytail like Henrik Larson did, does that count? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. That's a well. Hang on a minute. I'm ruling on this. Yes, it does. Right, he's not ruling, but it does count. Did Lalas ever have a ponytail as well? That would have been. Why is it American footballers and ponytails? Yeah, I mean Henrik Larson. You know, he's an American. No, he's not. Move on. Trick me. Uh, Andre Arshavin's come up trumps recently. Yes, he has. Fire he's, away. He's not bad, is he? Fire away. Oi, not bad, this Russian, is he? <laughs> That's not your job. You say so when they go far away. <laughs> <laughs> Give an opinion. Uh, I th- brilliant. <laughs> wow. In depth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, he's, what was it, six, he had six goals and six assists in six games or something, is that mm. right? Well, he only had four shots in the Liverpool game, didn't he? That's all you need. They all yeah, go in, it doesn't matter. Right. I mean, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, they were fantastic goals as well. I know there was a lot of sort of defensive errors in that one, but that second goal was an absolute screamer. That's a real Harry Redknapp thing to say. Oh, yeah, well, he only had four shots the whole game. Yeah, he's rubbish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he scored all of them though, Harry. Yeah, um, no, he's, to be fair, I mean that was an, one of the worst fullback performances by Liverpool's fullbacks I've ever seen. Yeah, so but I'm not taking anything away from him, obviously. Oh, absolutely. His yeah. second goal, especially, was an absolute dinger. Yeah, I but, but Arsenal's defence was all yeah. over the shop in that it game. Was, as well. yeah. It was ridiculous. Um, but oh yeah, he's really, really exciting prospects. I'm looking forward to sort of seeing what kind of impact he has in the Champions League next season because he's lifted Arsenal mm, massively. Mm. He's Pretty much everything positive they've done um, in the league, obviously, has, has been through him, and it's baffling as to why he didn't play against Chelsea for longer than about 15 minutes. Mm. Really he's, he's, odd he's decision. Really, he's a really, really str- can I? Sorry, I don't want to cut him, but that is, a, that is an absolutely outrageous decision. Yeah, I, mean, I know. I know. Nothing that, to rest him for. I know that Wenger didn't know that he was going to be in such good form. Mm. But I mean, he, he's better than Diaby. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's I think we can no say doubt that. about that in my yeah. mind. He's and, he's, and he, he had been rested for a week or so, hadn't he? Uh, I, I, before, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure. sure he'd been rested for a week before. He didn't have a game for a week before that. So I don't understand the rationale behind this. Yeah. Marcus, I mean, you the resting Alex Song was a strange one as well because he'd been brilliant against Villarreal. And a player like Alex Song, who you know is, is trying to establish himself in the team, he mm. needs a lot of games. They're not those hungry players that are sort of just establishing themselves are not the ones that need to be rested. They're the ones mm. that are, you know trying to take every opportunity that comes their way. I thought that was a strange decision as well. I, I think you're right. I think I just like to go back to Arsenal and say he is a very very likable bloke. He's the type mm. of guy you think I'm glad you're playing well and playing football at such a high level. You tiny likable man. <laughs> he, he believes a miracle saved his life because he was hit by a car when he was when he was a young lad. But he went on to say in the article, I don't know if this that would piss off the emergency services, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. He said, uh, if I had it in my power to int- introduce a ban on women driving cars and to withdraw their licences, I would do it without thinking twice. In my this. opinion, a woman and a man are two absolutely different creatures. So, so, so rowing the baby out with the bathroom. What, what was the miracle then? <laughs> yeah. He hasn't been slapped, probably. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, he, uh, he also he studied for uh, a fashion diploma, and he has his own range of women's clothes. And he went on to say, I like to dress them, but he won't drive with them. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's how he operates. How can I develop this piece of clothing to stop them using their hands? Well, he said, uh, he said I like tall, slim girls with narrow thighs and tiny bums. If a girl is uh, like this, I do not pay attention to her breast. Is this a private conversation <laughs> you've had with Andre Arshavin? <laughs> why, why would these questions come up? It sounds like uh, something uh, the head uh, of FIFA uh, talks about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Set Set I'm not sure if uh, Jimbo feels comfortable with this, and if he does, fine, but this is encroached with the Jim's Funny Stories territory, this is. Well, I saw you didn't have it in there. No. Oh, it's like that. This is old. Okay, fine. Yeah. I just thought we were talking about 
It's a shame that Arshavin, he can't play in the Champions League through what I think is a ridiculous rule, which is a cup-tied rule. Now, I can understand if a player, for example, he's played maybe in the quarter-final and he can't, and he signed mm. for another team and then maybe can't play in the semi-final. If there's a kind of a one-round uh, later kind of rule or something, or even if he's played in the knockout stages, that rules him out there. But the transfer window takes care of that anyway, doesn't well, it? Well, yeah. surely it does, but... I, I mean, Arshavin, he played in the group stages. St. Petersburg, uh, Zenit went out ages ago. It just is no bearing on what well, Yeah, no, but that's in this situation. It, the situation could arise that the player then meets his former club like later on. It's just so. So in the league, that, that's why you buy your player, though. Exactly. Isn't it? You know, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you know, he then becomes yeah. one club's player yeah. and ceases to become. I'm, I'm I must... think it's one of those really sort of ineffective rules that's meant to stop clubs of sort of making a monopoly. It's just a proper sort of like too little, too late kind of ruling. But I think it's a very but, old ruling. Which and, was probably introduced before the when, transfer window. Well, yeah, before, certainly before. Yeah. But I think it was introduced years ago when play, teams would maybe be on a cup run and think, "All right, we're coming up semi final. Let's get someone in to help us get win the cup or something." You know, yeah. I, th- I think it's a very, very outdated rule. And an extreme yeah. example of that is when Morientes signed for Liverpool at the start of the season, and uh, a few seasons ago, of course, and he played 20 minutes in a preliminary match for Real Madrid, and that ruled him out the whole tournament. Mm. <laughs> well, they, yeah, the that's, whole that's, that's tournament. Ridiculous. It, I've got, I've got, oh. to, I've got to say. I mean, I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of this sort of um, putting in sort of conditions and factors after you sell a player. If, if, if you, I and mean, we see it happen in the Premier League, yeah. a, a club will sign a player, and then for the next season they can't play against that team. Well, anyway, yeah. no, 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 you're so selling isn't the that player just on the loan. Yeah, but you do things where they loan as a route as, and, and as a view to a permanent deal and stuff like that. Mm. You know, I, I, even if it is a loan, I don't care. You don't, don't loan them out then. Do you know what I mean? Well, it's as simple as that, yeah. And, mm. and, and the cup do, do you remember when, uh, when Newcastle forgot to do it yeah. and Lamani Lualua scored against them? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. for Pompey, yeah. Bobby yeah. 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 Robson yeah. went mentally, he was going, he's hurt us today, he's hurt our <laughs> team. It's like, well, you've, you've loaned him out, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's, it's like you loaning, yeah, you loaning, can't like, miss it on purpose. That's like can loaning it? property to someone and going round there and going, "You're still here, are you?" <laughs> you know, I think you're right. I think it's probably a rule. Oh, we'd, we'd have to check it out for definite, but I, I assume it's a rule that's been in place before the transfer window. And, and certainly in Arshavin's case and, and the Morientes case, as you rightly point out, it's, it's ridiculous. You know? I, am, uh, I am actually on loan at the six or six next week, and I'll be, oh, yeah. be slating this podcast something chronic. <laughs> so. Well, you'll be hearing from our agent then. <laughs> <laughs> Everton chief executive uh, Robert Elston is unhappy with the allocated tickets they've received for the FA Cup final. They've just got over 25,000, Everton do, and Chelsea have got a similar amount. Um, and they sold over 32,000 for the semi final. And, and so that is, I mean, it's not even 50,000 tickets. It's around about sort of 40,000 odd Chelsea and, and Liverpool, uh, sorry, Chelsea and Everton have got. 90,000 is the capacity of the new Wembley Stadium. And, the, and Elson's added that the allocation, he says, this is driving ticketless supporters to, to the touts. Yeah. And FA are trying to get rid of the touts and so on. And he well, they're not trying to get rid of the no. touts, so they? they don't give a shit about that. No, well, why would they? It all points to that all they care about is making money for themselves. Mm. What, why were the FA Cup semi-finals at Wembley? Right? Yep. Why, do, yeah. why is the pitch a fucking state? Mm. Right, it's because of American football and NFL games being yeah, there. No, the worse than that is when they tarmac it. it. It's just yeah. ridiculous. What do you expect? <laughs> the groundsman's even been sacked. Yeah, so it's, it's not his fault. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> why, why is why is why have fifty thousand tickets or forty thousand tickets mm. been given to? Mm. to, to it's just re- where do they go? Where officially do they go? Do they just go to resellers? I, I don't understand where. But they go. They, they go to like they the go to partners of sponsors. They go to sort of. But that many though, fifty thousand. How is that even ridiculous? It is ridiculous. 
I mean, it's the whole Wembley in, in general is a just fiasco and has been from start to finish. Just the whole idea to sort of give it to an Australian company makes me think that it was some sort of sabotage. It's like, <laughs> hmm, <laughs> what's, it's just the, what's the country that hates us the most yeah. in the sporting sense? Let's give it to them. Mm. Just you know, it's, it's absolutely, and I hope, I genuinely hope the FA are embarrassed. I, I, mm. But the thing is, they don't act like they are. They carry on doing it as so no, no one gives a shit. They've never it. conducted themselves in any other way. To <laughs> suggest <laughs> that they'd be. Emb- oh, we've yeah. punched in McLaren in. Oh, yeah. you. No, I really yeah. do think that um, the, having the semi-finals at Wembley sort of cheapens it overall as well. Absolutely. Because, I mean, you you, the, you read stuff about sort of f- f- you know foreign footballers. Um, you, you hear stuff from foreign fans if you ever get to- talking to them, and it, the kind of Wembley legend is not a myth. It genuinely yeah. is this really big deal on a well, world yeah, stage. And like Pele sort of raves about it in his in his book. And there's there's just along so with many Nicky foreign Butt, teams probably. have got yeah. along with Nicky Butt. Yeah, a lot, a lot of foreign teams have Nicky got songs got about Wembley, and they're just cheapening it. And no, I agree with you. And, and, and you know what I'm saying? And, and you're right. But another thing to add to that is that the semi final between Manchester United and Everton wasn't exactly handy for the fans. No. Yeah, Playing exactly, it Wembley, yeah. you know. Absolutely. It's very well for Arsenal and Chelsea, but you're absolutely right. On a Sunday as well. Mm. You know, it's, first of all, it's, 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 it's 300 odd miles from where any of them live, pretty much. Oh, yeah, yeah May United fans are living, sorry. Ha ha ha. But joke apart from that. Uh, and also, it's on a Sunday. So they. They don't get back to really late. Yeah. It, all they get is... And do you know something? And, and it all ties in nicely to, to fans just royally getting fucked over at every opportunity. And something else I, I just want to mention about that is the Southampton thing. Oh, yeah. Um, with... Um, if you want an absolute cast-iron brilliant example of how much fans get fucked over for football in this country, is that all the fans, season ticket holders and, and um, other, other fans alike, raised £130,000 <laughs> yeah, for ridiculous. Southampton recently, um, and every single penny of it went into the players' pockets. Yeah, it's disgusting. So you've got, you've got university just... students, low-income earners in Southampton, um, all donating some money towards... You know, without being sort of cliche and stereotypical about it, overpaid footballers yeah. who arguably have got them in that mess anyway yeah. <laughs> on the pitch, on the pitch, obviously not off the pitch, but on the pitch. Yeah. And that just sums up nicely in microcosm fashion of how fucked up yeah. the game is in this mm. country. And we talk about Villarreal giving away free tickets to Dole, to people on the Dole and jobless people in Spain. Yeah. As if that would ever happen at any level in this country. Yeah. Mm. You're living in a dream world if you think that's going to happen. Mm. The chief exec of Celtic, Peter Lawwell, has um, come out and uh, started talking about the old firm joining the Premier League again. Or as he refers to it, the EPL. Yeah. I hate that. <laughs> the EPL. That yeah. sounds like visible, no visible panty line. Well, everyone, <laughs> it should be the Barclays Premier League, so... Yeah, give, <laughs> give Barclays their due. Well, no, he's got to call it that because otherwise it's the SPL, isn't well, it? Well, he's suddenly making up... He's suddenly trying to make up leagues now. He's saying, I think there's a strong uh, rationale at the moment for an EPL 2. The bottom <laughs> half of the EPL at the moment is very tight. Is he on crack? Uh, it would appear he's so. He's on something like crack. <laughs> and he's, he's saying, he's saying it's a big drop. He's saying a big drop from the Premiership to the Championship. So he says, I guess they're looking for a softer landing and potentially this could deliver... No, you guess you've made that up. <laughs> What's that suggesting? What's a two, le- two leagues of ten? <laughs> well, he's uh, basically trying to make it into the SPL. Well, he's, he's, he's walked into the Premier League <laughs> chairman's meeting and just gone, I'm guessing you want another league. And they've all gone, no, we never said that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, It's not bad, these leagues. Stop, yeah. trying, <laughs> stop trying to muscle in in this league. You've not been invited. It's yeah. like knocking on the birthday party, door of a birthday party yeah. when you're a kid. Can I come in? No, you're not invited. Yeah. Exactly. But I want you there. Exactly. You'll make V signs in the corner. We know. Yeah. <laughs> um, <coughs> excuse me. He said, I believe the top four are looking for less games than an 18-league 
team. I love this. I, I believe. believe. I've just got a yeah. hunch. Maybe this could deliver that as well. well yeah. An eighteen so, team league, which then there's going to be four teams left, including Celtic and Rangers. It's not much of a fucking league, is it? Uh, well, uh, but Peter Lawwell <laughs> seems to have it all wrapped up. Well, you spent a bit of time with Scotland. What do you think about it, Marcus? Oh, I think it's a load of old nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I God, believe I Falkirk do want to play. <laughs> yeah. 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 I believe. I believe Barcelona do want me up front. I just think Celtic and Rangers are Scottish teams. They should play in Scotland. I mean, here's really a, a Portsmouth or um, a team right down south really going to make the away trip up to Glasgow? Do you mm. know what I mean? Well, I mean, well you know, Newcastle's practice. You're obviously assuming Portsmouth are going to be in the Premier League. <laughs> you're talking about, all right, Fulham. Well, it's an extra hour, right. so. I'd, yeah, an extra hour, 45 minutes to... No, it's more than that. Peter. Stop blowing his point out the water. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's a different country. <laughs> How do you, you, <laughs> might, you might as well put well, Leon in there. You might well, as well, well put only, Inter in well, there. Well, Cardiff are in there. The only argument well, could be Cardiff, but... But you know, there, there, there is a Welsh league the, as well, isn't there? That's so true. Well, if Cardiff and Swansea and Wrexham that played in the, in the Welsh league, then it would be a bit different. But I think that um, it's, this has come from Phil Gartsley, hasn't it? Mm. Mm. He's, he's put a forward in motion, and, and obviously the old firm have jumped on the back of it, seeing the power signs, and thought, well, I'll have some of that. Yeah, of course, yeah. But uh, uh, Phil Gartsley, I mean, he's if it's an 18 team league, is he? Uh, Bolton would be a bit. That could affect them, yeah. you know. They could be in the EPL too. Well, so is he, is he <laughs> suggesting that Rangers and Celtic are going to be in the top league? So if it's an 18-team league, that's four teams you've got to get rid of from the top league. Well, I, th- I think that's what he's suggesting, yeah. It doesn't warrant the papers Why? written. Why? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. What a ridiculous suggestion. Manchester City executive chairman. We're talking about a lot of the executive uh, chairman. Yeah, we've got a very corporate today. Well, absolutely. It's about time. Uh, Gary Cook. Woeful jib. The man with the woeful mm. jib. Woeful. <laughs> <laughs> He's apparently he's met with um, Barcelona president uh, Mr Laporta in a bid to build relations between the two clubs. <laughs> he might mention Samueletto in there somewhere. Yeah, mm. that would certainly build relations. I don't, I don't imagine that, I don't imagine Laporta had much of a say in it. Do you want to meet me? Uh, why? <laughs> just to build relations. Yeah. Like, so who are you? Yeah. <laughs> well, here's our bank balance. Well, all right. I might yeah, as well yeah, have a look. Exactly, yeah. We'll give you a lot of money for meeting us. It'll, yeah. just, it'll just take ten minutes. Just get a fight to take in. <laughs> I won't even want a cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, Mark Hughes said that the meeting... You read the Da Vinci Code. It's brilliant. I'll lend it to you. I'll lend it to you. Yeah. Mark Hughes said the meeting was not about individuals, but um, how the clubs can help each other. How can Manchester City... <laughs> yeah. And I don't need to finish that sentence. <laughs> it's um, like me visiting Santa at a grotto. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're building relations with uh, Santa. I can yeah. offer him my... <laughs> Yeah, he's sitting on his lap. Offering my arse. A very cheap voiceover. <laughs> <laughs> but we we already have a Barcelona B. They are, they are here in Spain. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just I don't understand. What? How much club? It says here how much. It, it's not a meeting about individuals, but how both clubs can help each That's other. That's what I'm saying. That's ridiculous. You know, how, what can they do? <laughs> they what are do you anything? doing here? What do you know about football? Has <laughs> Gary Cook gone over there and go, yeah, some of your players aren't earning ridiculous money as well. Perhaps we can just pay them because yeah, we've got yeah. loads of money as well. Just say it's about a player. I'm just making it yeah. up as I go along. Yeah. Gary, Gary Cook needs to just say, <laughs> I, we are trying to prize a player from your club for a load of money. Yeah. Will you talk about it? Yeah. Don't make up like some sort of old, old boys rotary club yeah. with the chairman of Barcelona because <laughs> you're not. Build relations. If anything, your jib's got even more woeful. <laughs> there, you're not helping yourself out. Yeah, it's a glib jib. <laughs> so I don't. Maybe like Barcelona got the letter through. And Man City want to meet us. Surely, yeah. well, it'll be a bit of a laugh. Ding you dong. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's here. <laughs> I'm sure everybody's aware that very recently Frank Lampard picked up his phone and phoned in a live radio show, and wasn't happy with what the presenter was waffling on about. 
In case no, people don't understand what it was, I think um, the presenter was... James O'Brien, was it, off LBC, wasn't it? Yeah, mm. that's right. Yeah. He was... He was pretty much having a pop at him, wasn't he? Well, pretty much. He, he, he was just basically... Wasn't he criticising him for um, for not fighting two for now to sort of keep his family together? And didn't he say that people that do that are weak and scum? And that's when Lampard phoned up, wasn't he? Yeah, it? well, I think he Lampard's was really sister offended. was listening to the show. Yeah, I, 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 and heard it and said, you know, obviously... Sold offended and rightly so, though, right? Yeah, I mean, no, Frank, Frank, Frank Lampard had him banged to rights. So you've, not, you've not done your research, for one, you've taken it off a tabloid article, which is bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Two, it's the anniversary to the day of his mother's death. Yeah, yeah. You think you'd do a little bit of research. He's got mm. production stuff, and there's no excuse, really. Yeah. Mm. No excuse. I, I really... I, and, 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 and Lampard phoned in the show and basically said, you've no idea what's going on. You don't know. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. You know, shut up, you... But he never swore did Lampard. He was yeah. very quite measured, actually. I, I, fa- I thought he did very well, and we're all behind him. Yeah, we we're are. giving Frank yeah. our back in. Yes. So we're, if you're listening, we're, Frank, we're, which you probably are, because, you know, we regularly big you up on that. Yeah, yeah. Then, uh, yeah. Right. Is he ringing in? Is, phone, is the phone ringing or not? <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it'd probably be in the system some way, in our system. Find out his mobile number. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Good idea. But I think with, um, but I think with talk radio shows, they've... They've got about eleven stories. They've got a re. They've always got to play devil's advocate on, and they're yeah. always going to sound stupid in the call. You mm. mean the call like To be honest, he's you mean he's obviously going to have a problem with it, and people are always going to have their opinions and stuff. And I think you know, Frank Kim comes out very, very well. I agree. I agree. He's, but he's a, Pete, I know what you mean. I, I've, I've worked at radio stations as well, but I mean, the thing is, so what? They're, what they're, these people are, are briefed to actually garner opinions. Yeah, yeah exactly. And in, mm. you know, it's happened at Talksport with Jamie Carragher. If you remember that, yeah. I just think though, to be honest, it just it just strikes me as a bit cheap. Yeah. It's a bit cheap. You know, it's bad it is, yeah, I mean, because Frank talk Lampard... is cheap. Talk radio is cheap. Frank Lampard yeah. made a very good point, which is that he'd been fighting to save sort of his relationship for the sake of his kids for the past two years. The presenter yeah. doesn't know that. He's just read a tabloid and he's assumed that it's this some sort of overnight decision. I, f- I, I often find this annoying when footballers get criticised for doing things that just do happen to normal people. As we were saying in the last show, we, we mentioned this in some ways. Like, they are still yeah. people. Yeah, they're, they're still people that yeah. have the same relationships and the same thoughts as the rest of us. Just because yeah. they earn a lot of money. Money. They, they, you know, they can't act like superheroes. Yeah, it's people just who just sit here cheaply, just taking the piss out of them yeah. all the time. It's unbelievable. Weak and scum. I get a life. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, it, in many ways, it's not really a, a footballing story, and it's kind no, of it's like not. It, 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 in many ways, I think it's worse than the, the Andrew Saxgate thing. You know what I mean? It, it, I think so. Yeah, I, 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 he did. He did fuck her, his granddaughter, didn't he? So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, the guy doesn't know anything about it. He's taken off a tabloid news story. You know, uh, I just think at the very least, should have done his research and realised that actually. Again, it's the anniversary of his mother's death. It's probably best to leave it alone on this day of all days, you know. Well, you know, he's, it's a Tory session. He's got to do us in the newspapers that day, and it's in the newspapers that day. So, you know, it, it kind of just has a snowballing effect, doesn't yeah. it? It's, it's a, it was yeah. it was quite fun to listen to him going, I haven't criticised you, Frank. I haven't done this. It's like, you just <laughs> did. <laughs> You're on the radio yeah. now. He's got you and at the end he right. goes, uh, any chance you have a word about the Champions League game next week? And, he, and then Lampard goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't, he say, didn't he say, um, most definitely not? Or something <laughs> yeah, like, he yeah. said something <laughs> a little bit erudite. Mm. UEFA have got new plans to tackle racism. A uh, new crackdown from Michel Platini has revealed that uh, he they will stop play or even abandon matches if fans... Uh, if a black player plays. <laughs> <laughs> if they make racist chants. He says, um, Platini said, we'll call for play to be stopped for ten minutes. Um, and announcements will be made. And if it continues, then the match will be stopped. <sighs> they, sh- you know, they should send them into into Israel. Really, <laughs> I mean, yeah. what, 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 I mean, what a diplomatic, forward-thinking, dynamic stuff. It's a, you know, <laughs> thank you, the FA, yeah, for stepping in. Absolutely. Oh well, yeah. we're losing, we're losing three now. Oh, you fucking. <laughs> <laughs> 
Exactly. Uh, right, we're going to call off the game. Oh, don't. <laughs> we could regroup in a week's time and have all of our players uninjured. Yeah. yeah. You fucking... <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> How yes. about banning people and clubs from competitions mm. uh, and stopping <laughs> fans entering the ground you know, or finding them, finding ridiculous amounts of money to stop it. It's all, it's all lip service. It's yeah. all just lip service. Yeah. Well, this, this marketed this, and packaged up in a nice, easy to read. Well, this this came after the Inter Milan striker uh, Mario uh, Balotelli was racially abused by Juventus fans when Inter drew one all with Juve, and he scored Inter's opener. He's only eighteen, and um, he played against United. He's of Ghanaian yeah. descent, but he's uh, an Italian under twenty-one international. You know, he's born in Italy, obviously, and grew up there. Fucking morons. Yeah, it's just idiotic. I'm going off on a slightly different tangent. Um, he could be the replacement for Adriano because Inter confirmed his exit from the club. And I, again, I think Inter have handled this quite well, really. Yeah. They, they came out and said that everyone at Inter would like to give Adriano a warm embrace for his eight years and 74 goals here. That'd yeah. take ages. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it would. You know, but uh, I, 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 I admire the Inter for that. You I, know, think I think Inter have come out with a really lot of really well. yeah. right. And obviously there's and a... Mourinho um, too. Mm. Yeah, there's a... Um, I think there's a clause in place <laughs> and obviously you can't sign for another club without their permission, um, which is, you know, sensible. But I think, you know, they've, they've been... They've, they've actually come out of it with a lot of credit and they've played... You know, they, they've played the sensible card there and they've not been funny about it. Because you can think of managers and clubs who would be funny about that sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. You know? well, so, like oh, to be fair, I think the vast majority of clubs would, would be... Oh yeah, you're probably right. Actually. Twatty about it. Yeah. It's not as though we're talking about like a League Two sort of journeyman. Yeah, no, absolutely. Mm. You know, Valuable player as well. He's mm. one. If, if he gets his head right, he'd definitely be one of the most devastating strikers in, in, the, in the world. So yeah. it's, it's a it's a big shame, a real big shame. One man who didn't have his head right was Real Madrid's Pepe. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Sent off uh, kicking uh, Casquero in uh, against. Absolutely not. Just crazy. Check it out because it's it's a great bit of YouTube. Yeah. He pushes him over, like kind of kicks his leg, then kicks him again. But it's like he's trying to kick his shirt off of his back. Yeah. yeah it's it's really bizarre. I, mean, I I saw it and I thought. I kind of wish he'd got a bit more contact on the second <laughs> kick. Yeah. If you're going to get... How many ma matches did he get? Ten, ten matches. Ten ma he, get, he gets a ten-match ban for sort of grazing the back of some guys. Incomplete frustration. I wish he'd just kind of got him... Hit him a bit harder in the side or something. Because it just seemed like a... I don't know. It wouldn't mean it wasn't the most satisfying kick. No, no it wasn't. I know, you're that he, angry. He'd probably been. Well, well, let's hope that he maybe tried to pull out as he was halfway there. Let's <laughs> yeah. give him a bit of a doubt. Wait, didn't he do but, something um, else afterwards? Did he try to get past? He then attacked some other bloke, and he went off. <laughs> he got sent off, obviously, um, and then Real Madrid went straight up the other end and scored. To win three two in last minute. Yeah. No, no. Well, well he gave well, away a penalty, well, he didn't he? Which the, the striker missed. Well, the yeah. striker missed. You're right. Uh, it, was it was an awful penalty. It was wasn't it? Terrible. terrible. Just chipped it straight down the middle. I think, or slightly. It's like Berbatov's penalty. Yeah, and uh, and they went right down the other end and won the game. It was a peach as well. The goal. And he and he, isn't it? I think he ran back on the pitch. Did Pepe? Well, of course you meant <laughs> he doesn't understand the rules. <laughs> yeah, you meant the changing room. And yeah, he yeah. ran back on. They're like, yeah, I'll give another couple of games. Looking for a victim. <laughs> <laughs> well, after the game, he said, um, "Seeing that video back, um, it didn't even feel like it was me. If this is like, what I, I'm going to turn into. I, I don't want to play football anymore." I said, yeah. Jesus, <laughs> come on, <laughs> calm down, All right, David Banner. <laughs> <laughs> after I finished picking the flesh out of my football boot, <laughs> I immediately regretted it. Just hear Juan de Ramos. Ramos <laughs> after the game though it was like um, Pepe was clearly frustrated and he was trying to uh, to kick the air yes. <laughs> he was trying to kick air there was no intention to hit the player it's and, like the Julio um, he, was, he was kneeling down trying to eat the grass well, <laughs> it's a Julio-esque he's not sniffing the light he does it in, he does it in training all the time he eats the grass he eats the grass <laughs> yeah. that's, that, that's the
Well, we're off to Germany now. We don't often go there, um, but uh, today's a different day. Because Bayern have sacked <laughs> Jürgen Klinsmann. Not yeah. today, it was in the past. Yeah. Recent past. Um, <laughs> Depending on when you're listening. <laughs> yeah. but, I mean, this could be years from now. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Imagine if it was years from now and they sacked him again from another club. <laughs> and then probably got really With the years. same name. Yeah. And everything that had happened in this show was somehow relevant again. Yeah. Not likely. Whoa, it's not relevant yeah. now. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they've had a bad run since Christmas of Bayern and they've lost seven of... Uh, their 29 Bundesliga matches. They've definitely lost three of the last four. They got smashed by Wolfsburg 5-1, mm. didn't they? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, he's gone. And, I mean, they're three points off top spot. Like. Yeah. It's a bit of a funny He way. went after the Schalke game. They lost 1-0, didn't he? And and, yeah. and the, it's really close at the top of the Bundesliga, isn't it? Yeah, well, then we, had, we had a couple of emails in about this. You know, uh, Wolfsburg are top with 57. Hertha Berlin second, 55. And you've got Munich... Voronin's on fire for yeah. Hertha yeah, Berlin, he's, isn't he? He wants to stay as well. Yeah. Ponytail player! Ponytail yeah. player! <laughs> Voronin, the Voronator! The points are already in. The votes have been counted. But, you know, the, the consolation there. You'll get another yeah. tried hard Thanks. sticker after the show. Thank you but, very much. Um, uh, uh, yeah, but, but Voronin said recently he'd like to go back to Liverpool. And then I think, really? Yeah, he did. Uh, I thought uh, he wanted uh, to stay. Uh, well, that was about a month ago. And right. he's probably suddenly just realised, oh, yeah, Torres, Gerard. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing pretty... Yeah, I should stay. I should <laughs> yeah. Stay. Um, and then also Hamburger on 50, 54 points. So the, the, the top five... Three points separated by three hmm. points. Where, uh, where are Hoffenheim? Because they were... They've slipped down to eighth, so they're, wow. they're on 45, which is a real shame, but it was well, always going to be difficult for a club like that to su- sustain that kind of... Uh, well, to be top at their yeah. winter break is magnificent. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it, it is, yeah, yeah. I mean, tiny, it kind of, it essentially... Because they've got a lot of money behind them, isn't it? It's kind of essentially announced them as a force, really. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, but, uh, yeah, Klinsmann's gone... Apparently, the fans never took to Klinsmann. Sorry to cut in. No, it's fine. I think he's very unorthodox style, Klinsmann. And, uh, Live in America. Well, the, yeah, that didn't help. Well, not anymore. He, he lives in Germany now, doesn't he? But no, he lived in America course, yeah. when he was German mm. manager. They didn't like him then either, did they? <laughs> mm, that's right. Well, he's, he's, yeah, very different style. I think he's much more into the psychology of football. Well, I, I think that um, Bayern Munich are really a team that need to be playing Champions League football every season. Oh, so yeah. It's oh, a course, huge yeah. gamble by their board. Absolutely. Yeah. They're three points off the top with, what, five, six games left? Yeah, five games left. Maybe with a new manager they might get a bit of a rise. Like, well, I think that's, that's what he's Maybe that's what he's trying to do, yeah. I think that's what he's going for. Yeah. And of course, but Bayern Munich got, got hammered recently, didn't they, in the Champions League? Yeah. yeah. Wolves are up. They're going to be in the EPL next season, mm-hmm. yeah, the brilliant. English Premier yeah. League. Did you, see, did you see what happened with the pitch invasion? Yeah, oh, absolutely it was, fantastic. It was majestic. I didn't realise that was a Wolves fan for the first sort of ten seconds of that fracas. Mm. When he jumped on McCarthy's back, McCarthy, I genuinely thought, was going to deck him. For, yeah. the, for the benefit of those of you that didn't see it, including Pete, um, basically there was a pitch invasion <laughs> after, the, uh, after the game, and this guy, like... It jumped on McCarthy's back and it's like almost had him in a headlock. <laughs> and he was shaking him and McCarthy just sort of pushed him off, turned around, and just just went for he it. He lifted his <laughs> head stuff, didn't yeah, he? He was he, ready for it. McCarthy took a down ordinary. He'd prefer yeah. a firm handshake. You <laughs> know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, or just no one on the pitch, you know? Yeah, just, exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> for a minute, I thought it could have been Roy Keane. <laughs> what the bloody hell are you doing? Stick this up your ballocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't rate you as a manager, <laughs> I didn't rate you as a player. But Roy's back with Ipswich. Yeah. Yes, he mm. is. He's got off to a good start as well. The Tractor Boys. A win. Mm. Tractor Roy's. Oh, oh yeah. Good. High five. Whoop. There it is. That was a genuine Whoop. high five. Would I have liked a big ten out of that, but I'll take a five. Yeah, yeah. Take what you can. <laughs> Emails. Get, you want an email, mate? <laughs> 
excellent start <laughs> to the emails. Dear Ramble, my mate is an Arsenal fan but lives in Newcastle. And he bumped into the Pompey side in the gym when the following exchange took place. So, this guy's mate said, Sol, any chance you'll be able to play for us on Wednesday versus Man United? Our defence is hopeless. To which Sol Campbell replied, Arsenal hasn't given me a call yet. David James then jumped in and said, that's because you haven't got the legs for the Champions League. <laughs> to which Carnu jumped in with, uh, at least he has played in the Champions League. <laughs> <laughs> I respect Carnu a lot more now, that's from Guy Pearce. Are, are you sure this took place in Newcastle and not Beano Town? Carnu's <laughs> <laughs> won the like Champions League, did. so he can say what I he wants. Yeah, right. I, don't <laughs> care. I love the idea of like, really high-end footballers banter. Yeah. Is that what you say to your mates? <laughs> oh yeah, that chance you missed on Sunday. Oh, he hasn't even played in the Champions League. That's that, 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 I that, love that. That magnificent clip you sent me of uh, of the Manchester United players, uh, Tevez, uh, oh, Everett, and Park. Yeah. Yeah. They're really Sanjeev good mates. Bag. It's, it's really weird, isn't it? Because one of them can speak. It seems that it seems that Tevez can't speak any other ing- he any can't speak English. Any other language. There's, I've he, got he friends speak, in Argentina yeah. who say that he can't speak Spanish very well. He's <laughs> 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 Blanca. Yeah. We know this already. Yeah. But like, and then and then Sanji Park burns his mouth on a birthday cake. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and, and Everett's going, oh, he can't kiss the girls now, and he's going, oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, Tevez is going, what? What? Isn't it that Park can speak Spanish, but the three of them don't yeah. all speak the same language, <laughs> no. and yet <laughs> are incredibly good friends? Tevez is like a mental sitcom, as you Te- said, Luke. Tevez is like a Manuel from 40 Towers. <laughs> it's, like, it's like that film uh, with Richard Bryars and, uh, you know, See No Evil. Oh, yeah, Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pryor. <laughs> <laughs> See no evil, hear no evil. Yeah, if like Richard Pryor yeah. was in that, Richard that Pryor and Gene Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> Margot, Margot. <laughs> That's a mistake on I my like part. Yeah. Um, what's so that, what's next? Move... Sorry, does Park have his own show in Korea, then? Because that's what that video well, looks yeah, like. Well, yeah, I think he's absolutely massive out there, yeah. yeah. Mm. Like uh, Michael on Soccer Skills, another uh, video you sent me as well this week. <laughs> yeah, well, he's trying to... <laughs> well done, he's 13. You've got to get this up in the MySpace. It's Michael Owen um, um, put, really young, putting it? one-on-ones through a 13-year-old's legs right. who's being coached by Neville Southall, yeah. and Neville Southall's getting really pissed off. Well, and, no, and Michael, Michael Owen just going, oh, and Owen scores again. <laughs> like, you know when you're a kid and you commentate yeah, yeah. yourself <laughs> as you're yeah. playing football in the garden? Yeah. Michael Owen probably still does this, yeah. if that's anything to go by. But one of the girls, Michael Owen... always fluffed it. Michael Owen scores. <laughs> One of the goals Michael Owen scores is from about ten yards out <laughs> in a full-size goal against a thirteen-year-old, and he's still really pleased with yeah. himself. Thirteen-year-old overweight. Ginger he makes keeper. a couple of saves as well. To be fair, <laughs> yeah, to the thirteen-year-old. One of those is really good. Yeah. yeah. Next email. Hey mates, first I wanted to say that it is a lovely little podcast. Huh. Uh, lovely. Say, my wife uh, bought me a share of myfc.com as a present, and as part owner, I just wanted to make sure that Lukey is not the Luke Moore that plays for the Fleet. No offence. The fleet or fleet? Well, that's what he's put, the fleet. The fleet. Uh, no offence to Lukey, but he doesn't look like the sort of player that would be helping the fleet out of the relegation battle they currently find themselves in. Cheers from Tim in Virginia. Uh, it's not me, no. No, I don't think <laughs> that's, okay. Anyone who's seen me attempt to play football will know it's not me well, that's why he's, that's why he's questioning it. Yeah, fair that's enough. It's, it's, an a- it's an accurate quiz. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Three is it, quizzes. Is it, is it? Yeah, yeah, sorry about that. Um, uh, <laughs> Three attempts at the same word that you got right every time. <laughs> that a trick, mate. Well done. It's like that. In a Michael Owen style. Look him up! Oh, and he gets a word out again! Well done, it's two letters. Um, uh, Four letters. <laughs> What's wrong with you two? No, the one word's got the two letter words. Quiz oh, has got quiz. four letters in it, Marcus. Is it? Is it? In other words, you were saying. 
I said, is it? Oh, <laughs> what are you no, talking okay. about? Fuck, forgive me. Right. Cut <laughs> that out for crying out yeah, loud. This is going to be a tough edit. <laughs> I've got potential scouts listening to this show. For me. For boy scouts? Um, yeah. Eight. Bums, which you enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. In your face. <laughs> <laughs> He's been fucking murked in there, Jimbo. Yeah. In his He's face. Fucking me. <laughs> Shit. Call the cops. I'm a straight man, remember? <laughs> okay. Marcus, have you taken your injections? Because that was lyrical malaria. Blop, 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 blop. I'm not amused anymore. Blow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm enjoying this week. Right. <laughs> <laughs> For the first time, mate. <laughs> Hello, lads. Just listening to Hello. the latest uh, podcast. I was shocked to hear you talking about my dad. <laughs> yeah, you want to know we spoke about your dad. Is this the, the QPR fan with a Mexican sombrero. Oh, nice. Oh, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he's been wearing that hat for years now, and, and uh, however mad he may seem, I can assure you that he's not mentally ill. However, a few years ago, it did get all too much for me, and I moved my season ticket to the other end. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's brilliant. Uh, where, were you, where, where are you, son? Uh, dad, I am on the other side. <laughs> Of the pit. Of the, because of, the, of your of hat. Shitting. Can you see me, Dad? Because I can see you. Yeah. <laughs> he has uh, had the obvious chance of who's the wanker in the hat, but the more intelligent one of, does your doctor know you here? You're here. You're here, thank mm. you. Because uh, mine doesn't. Um, it's all a bit of fun. Keep up the good work uh, from Jared. I don't remember saying he was mentally ill. If I did, I apologise. Uh, it's probably yeah. a new low for us. Mm. Email, someone emailed and saying, no, my dad's not mentally ill. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, no, he's a wonderful man. It's, it's a cracking bit of banter. He's right by the away fans as well. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, nice one, Freeman. I can't believe he, we actually got a listener who's, who knows about it. It's brilliant. He responded to something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 got a real email. Spawned from it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Uh, next one. Good day, Ramblers. Believe it or not, the Brian Clough film isn't enjoying uh, general distribution in Australia. Maybe if it was a film about beer swilling pig shooters or a girl bashing rugby league player, it would do better. <laughs> Uh, his words, not mine. Uh, I can only hope the Carlos Valderrama and Carlos Tevez biopics get general release. Which player manager deserves their life story to be made into a film? Stay classy, Willie in Sydney by way of Northern Ireland. That's regular email. Which yeah. player manager? It's right, you've narrowed it down a lot. Mm. Can I have Nick Jarvis from Striker? <laughs> He's got his leg bitten off by a shark. It's I mean, already that's a newspaper column, mate. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I could, I could Screenplay's little, already done, isn't it? Make a little flip book. <laughs> yeah. Why has he said player manager? Can't it just be a player or a manager? Well, no. Uh, that's it's like, it's laid down the criteria, Luke, and it's up to well, us well, to write. Okay, it, I want to go for 2002 Chris Coleman. <laughs> really, I was, I was thinking of uh, a 90s Stuart Pearce. Yeah. Mm, if, I were, if I lived in Glenn Hoddle's head, I would say Glenn Hoddle. Viali, Viali. Yeah, Viali, yeah, Viali's a good yeah, shot. Go on, South Kids. We're just naming player managers, aren't we? <laughs> yes. yes, we are. Oh, hello again, ladies and gentlemen. It's my bit now, where I fill you in on the hilarious goings-on of football around the world. Um, Hang on a minute, is that, that's the wrong jingle. It doesn't matter. All right. We only had one jingle last time, remember? Okay, okay. <laughs> It's kind of I can't end. keep up with it your jingle ends. marathon. It bookends the emails. Jingle jangle. 
Right. <laughs> okay, we're only going as far as Liverpool for this one, right? Oh. A gold plated mobile phone is set to become the prime object of desire for Liverpool fans at a price of £14,490. When you say Liverpool fans, you mean Liverpool players? Yeah, absolutely. Soccer legend Ian Rush is fronting the exclusive limited edition mobile phone <laughs> launched by telecom company Galantia in association with Liverpool Football Club. I've never even heard of that television no. Telephone provider. No. Uh, only 250 Rush, limited edition mobile phones have been produced, each encased in either 18 karat yellow or 18 karat. Rose gold at the bottom of the sapphire crystal screen. Liverpool FC is engraved. Can I get it on orange or not? Uh, I doubt it. <laughs> Commemorating Liverpool FC's league titles and are 18 diamonds on the phone's back panel. Each carry VVS quality status and mark the sheer brilliance of the players who have made Liverpool one of the most successful clubs the world has ever seen. And it carries on this guff. The mobile phone will be presented in a North African black walnut box lined with red velvet. Uh, blah 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 for ages. Basically, I can kind of I can rephrase all this. Um, and just sort of give you some of the quotes from the uh, Liverpool FC commercial director. And what he said is, nothing, 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 <laughs> nothing, yeah. nothing, 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 for ages. Box. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> for ages. I just, I just like that the, they've picked the 15 least... 15 grand, Pete! They thought, they thought we, want some, we want the player with style and sort of vigour... We'll get Ian Rush. <laughs> I forgot to mention. Who perfectly encapsulates this brand of luxury icons? <laughs> I forgot to mention that Ian Rush designed it. Maker <laughs> from the Muppets designed it. <laughs> 14 grand. I'd accept him really come around and give me a bloy for that. Yeah. And who maybe, 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 maybe they weren't sort of. Maybe they were just trying to get him to do an affordable phone, but he just went mental. Yeah. And they just didn't have the heart to sort <laughs> of turn it down budget? at the end of it. Can you do something that represents you as a striker? A budget. <laughs> <laughs> but a very effective yeah. mobile phone. Who, I've added gold. Who says the diamonds? Who says that football's gone, disappeared up its own arse, and has left a humble support <laughs> behind? Mm. Eh? Not I. No. <laughs> right. I've no, wrapped no. this phone in 14 carat idiocy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so very sad. <laughs> <laughs> It's a bit heavy, though. And lonely. <laughs> yeah, well, you think You've it You've got to keep heavy. it in a box. Oh, so they yeah, put, yeah, they yeah, put yeah. a ring in it. But yeah. the, box, the box is really light, so it's OK <laughs> to carry around. Oh, it was on silent. Did you, oh, did you not have it on vibrate? Yeah. Why didn't you answer then? <laughs> it was in a fucking chestnut box. <laughs> a North African walnut chestnut box. <laughs> 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 to be precise. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. Right, yeah. we're going to France now for just... If you think this was pointless, Jesus... Right, <laughs> Orange broadcasted the first ever football match in 3D for a select few last weekend when Lyon took on Paris Saint-Germain at the Stade Gerland. Scre- uh, screens were set up inside the Gerland and at the pa- Parc des Princes for invited guests to check out the latest step in the burgeoning romance between football and technology. Uh, for the first <laughs> time in Europe, Orange will deploy special equipment to produce a football match live and in 3D, including six stereoscopic cameras, a standalone production bus and specialised 3D teams. This operation will be run in conjunction with the Professional Football League, LFP and HBS, executive producer of the French League One. Right, now what I have to inform you boys is that you could only watch it in, t- in 3D if you were at the game on the screens, <laughs> which would have meant you wouldn't have been watching the actual game which is in 3D, presumably. place in 3D <laughs> in front of you. <laughs> I'm so I fucking hell! I'm so very confused. I'm, mm. sc- I'm scared that 3D's coming back because Keane recently did no, a game. you live in 3D. <laughs> <laughs> it's not coming back, it's never gone. It's but those, those horrible red and green glasses you got away and stuff, just th- Keane did a recent gig. Them uh, in stereoscopic uh, vision. I sort of think, who wants his fucking face? The one thing <laughs> with, down the, on you. the main problem I've got with watching Keen in concert is not that it's not in three D vision. It's, <laughs> yeah. that it's, it's actually in sound. You can hear it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm. it's all pointless, really. It's just what <laughs> what a waste of time and money. Yeah. Yeah. It's just one of those things that's never actually going to go anywhere. Yeah. 
Peter, Peter Risdale said to be interested. So. <laughs> right, this is another one. This one's just sad, really. This is about more about bureaucracy. This one isn't even funny. Um, <laughs> FIFA has secured its first ruling against ambush marketers, earning a court judgment against Pretoria's Eastwoods Tavern. The popular sports bar is loca- located close to the Loftus Stadium in South Africa, one of the venues which will host games during next year's Soccer World Cup tournament. Eastwoods Tavern has carried the legend World Cup 2010 below the main signage on its roof. FIFA, working through intellectual property law firm Spore and Fisher, obtained a judgment with costs against Eastwoods. The judgment is timely, coming two months before the Confederations Cup tournament, the dress rehearsal for the 2010 World Cup, and just over a year before the main tournament. It's <laughs> says Dr Owen Dean, a partner at Spore and Fisher. It sends out a clear signal to any other organisation considering ambush marketing that they will suffer untoward consequences. Oh my God, has shown that it has an effective game plan for taking on ambush marketers and that it has the will, the team and the wherewithal to prevent ambush marketing. Jeez, lighten up. Yeah. Let's kick ambush marketing. Ambush marketing is no laughing matter. <laughs> well, we no. we've learnt one thing from that story. We we... <laughs> <laughs> I'll fight him. <laughs> Send them Someone over. should. Them. Just... Yeah, look, there's bound to be more of them. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you, you don't want people sort of doing knock-off merchandise and stuff you like that, but that is ridiculous. That is just a waste of time. It's a bar <laughs> with some words on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're gonna, are they gonna, where are they going to draw the line, though? So you can't even have a place which has got the words World or Cup in it. <laughs> yeah. so if you, if you own... Excuse me, children, are you professional footballers? You're going to have to stop playing this yeah. game. It's an <laughs> infringement on FIFA's rights. Well, what is just a humble game of knockout Wembley to you is actually a case, <laughs> clearly, of ambush marketing. <laughs> is that Anybody a... could see this. Is that a David Beckham-style haircut? <laughs> <laughs> I would say if it were me... I'm from a town full of cunts and you're making me fucking homesick. (laughs) That's what I would say. (laughs) What a moral detritus. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, it's player profile time. And I thought we would do the winner of the PFA Awards. It's Ryan Joseph Giggs OBE. Oh, come come on. on. Don't clap, he's not in yet. Yeah, I'm just clapping him. A bit of appreciation for that. Fair enough, yeah. Hey. He's a legend. Exactly. Legend. Is Le- exactly. Le- one of four players that have played in every season of the Premier League. Nicky Butzel, Campbell, David James. Nicky Butts a weird one, isn't it? Yeah. He only played one game in his first season, I think. But it mm. count, counts. Still counts. It's in there. Yeah. Chalk it up. That's right. That's right, yeah. Um, Ryan Giggs, uh, he was obviously born in Wales, but when he was six years old, he moved to Manchester. Interestingly enough, it's worth to note that Giggs is actually mixed race because his yeah. grandfather is from the Sierra Leone and he has spoken of racism he faced as a child. That's, That's incredible, isn't you it? You never think of him as being anything no. other than white. I, I, I'd, I'd heard that he was mixed race but I just thought, is that mm. just made up? It's weird about people's perceptions, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Um, after moving to Manchester, Giggs played for a local team called Dean's FC who were coached by a Manchester City scout called Dennis uh, Schofield and he recommended Giggs to Man City and he was signed to the City's School of Excellence. Okay. Um, he continued to... Uh, Giggs was also playing for Salford Boys. Um, so while he was playing for um, Dean's <clears throat> FC, Giggs was regularly watched by um, an old Trafford steward called Harold Wood. And Sounds a bit sinister, that. <laughs> well, yeah. it's, nothing, it's nothing vicious. <laughs> <laughs> and Wood would tell the senior staff at uh, Manchester United about Giggs all the time. But nothing happened until uh, Wood managed to speak personally to Alex Ferguson. And so Ferguson sent a scout to, uh, a scout to watch uh, Giggs play. Uh, and the, the scout was so impressed by Giggs that he was offered, um, offered a trial. And 
that was and, and nearly a year later, gigs on on his fourteenth birthday, uh, Ferguson turned up at his house um, with the scout and offered him two years on uh, schoolboy forms. Mm-hmm. Not a bad birthday, exactly. So um, he gigs also represented England at schoolboy level. Now this is often where the confusion lies. Mm. People say, "Oh, gigs could have played for England." No, he couldn't have played for England. Yeah, he played at England schoolboy level. Statistically, some of you will have said that. Yeah, yeah, and you're wrong. Yeah, mm. so and we're never wrong. No, except <laughs> when we we cut those bits out. Apart yeah. from a couple yes. of times, um, sometimes we don't. And we've been caught out. <laughs> We've done uh, it many times tonight already. Yeah. <laughs> Laurie McMenemy uh, was coach of the England under 21 team and uh, at the time, and he checked to see whether Giggs was eligible to play for England, but he wasn't. That's where it stopped there. Yeah, so leave it. Exactly. <laughs> Even if you could go back, which you can't. And he became a first-team regular in the, the 91-92 season. Although he was still involved in the youth setup as well, and he um, they, they won the FA Youth Cup in 1992. He played up front with Robbie Savage in that team. Okay. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they I had knew Savage was United, yeah. Robbie Savage <laughs> always goes on about that team, doesn't he? Yeah. Like it's That's like his champions. It didn't really get any better. <laughs> well, look where they both are now, James. Yeah. One's on top of the Premier. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm implying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, by the start of the, the 92-93 season, um, Giggs was very much established as United's first-choice left-winger. Um, but uh, Ferguson was very protective of him and refused um, to allow Giggs to be interviewed until he turned 20 years old. Um, but G- uh, it's definitely worth... Well, now he's refusing to be interviewed himself, isn't he? Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Giggs, I mean... I, I kind of, in a weird way, forgot this, but he really was the first kind of of, of a new poster boy of the Premier League. Yeah, he was, he was, a new era, he was a, a real superstar. Yeah, he was massive. I remember in my, yeah. I think I've said it before, in my school library, the only sort of interesting books, apart from the Asterix books, were was <laughs> like a, a picture book of Ryan Giggs, and it was him going, "Hello, I'm Ryan Giggs," blah, blah, blah. and uh, there was a really, really close-up picture of his feet. And I remember looking at his toes and going, God, they're hairy toes. <laughs> and so I always associated Ryan Giggs with having very hairy toes. A delightful insight reason. into the mind of a complete maniac. <laughs> <laughs> and years later, we found out that he had a very hairy chest. Yes. 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 And he's a friend of the show, Giggs, lest we forget. Yeah, he, he is. is. Hello. Yes. I'm Ryan Giggs, and you're listening to the Football Ramble. You remember yeah. that? Because I do. He only I do. so sad because you know he, he wasn't in the in the Dean Windows Hall of Fame yet. But yeah. I'm sure he'd be delighted if we catch up with well, him again. Ex boyfriend of Danny Bear as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, no, he, you're right. He was a proper pinup, wasn't he? Like I remember, t- teenage girls loved yeah. him at the time. Like he was a real sort of yeah, like proper kind of celebrity. Teenage boys were pervy on his toes, <laughs> weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> I you really put that. one in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had admirers from all Gigs, all can I touch your toes? Strange Geordie <laughs> men looking at his toes. Man-child. A man-child, yeah, yeah. as he was then. He also had his own television show. Rather than show. a child man, as you are now. <laughs> he, also, he also had his own television show, Ryan Giggs Soccer Skills, mm. which was uh, around 94, I think. But I yeah, that he was, was good. huge, as you say. He was the kind of the... The real kind of... Uh, it was Beckham-esque, like, wasn't it? Exactly, exactly. Oh, it was Beckham before Beckham, as you said, Mark. Yeah, that's that, right, yeah. Um... And it was a real new era for football. It was it, suddenly that he was the first kind of, if you like, glamorous player for a little while. I think, and as and as you said, Pete, you know, all these picture books and pinups, the girls loved him as well. He was always in the, um, he was always in like a street magazine posters yeah. of him, match. Like that. yeah, match. Mm. Um, so, absolutely, was and he won a young player of the year a couple of times, uh, PFA Young Player of the Year. He was also, for me, a part of that magnificent... Well, not for me, he was a part of that magnificent <laughs> four midfield of... of but, you know, I think I, I speak for all of us when it felt like it was personal to you. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. You could identify with at least one of them. You could sit your neck out and say that's probably arguably the best midfield in Premier League history. You know? 
Yeah, mm. I, possibly. And of course, they won the won the treble in the the ninety nine season because he's never played for any other club. Mm. <laughs> so he was definitely still there. Yeah, and scored that magnificent goal against Arsenal. Didn't he? That what year was that? Ninety FA Cup ninety nine, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, was it that long ago? That's, that's, that's when we saw his hairy chest. Oh, okay, right. Thing of beauty. No, I think I think I remember Giggs just being a really devastated. I mean, there were, people were talking about him as the next George Best, all sorts yeah. of things like that as well. Yeah. And um, he he would he used to terrorise defences yeah, you know, in his pomp. And whilst he's lost a bit, lost a bit of his pace now, he's I really admire the way he's adapting himself as a player to be more of a creative sort of thinking man's player. Well, he was always a very intelligent positions. player, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, absolutely. Like, that's a sign of a real, real good footballer's brain. That I you mean, can because do that when yeah, you've sort of not got the pace he once did. You, you right. have to adapt, don't you? And absolutely. The, I think that, I think it's really nice to see because he used to just be a flat-out pace man mm. on the wing and whip accurate crosses in, but he's got more to his game than that. And I think that's why that's probably a secret to his longevity and the fact that he's looked after himself well and stuff yeah. like that as well. And he really has at club level won everything the game had to offer. I mean, many times over hasn't he so. and there was, there was a long period of time when uh, England in particular didn't have a left winger at all yeah. and yeah. it was kind of like if only yeah. <laughs> it was that's probably when those things come about yeah, about yeah, yeah, for England and stuff yeah. I mean, even, quite, even recently when there was talk of a, um, a Great Britain team for the Olympics like the, the Sun put together a team which was just England with gigs, gigs on the yeah. left <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this team wouldn't be eligible for like a million different reasons but, <laughs> but just just imagine it <laughs> But it was funny, wasn't it, when United had so many young players come through after him with, with talks about Beckham and Skulls and, mm. the, Nevilles and, and the Nevilles and, and Butt yeah. and so on. Because Giggs was well established by that point, wasn't well, he, it? Yeah. So it made him well, seem a lot older than he was. He was only really a, a season, really, in front of those guys. But very quickly, at a very young age, he became almost um, like one of the senior players, yeah. one of the experienced guys, you know. And we, I mean, you know, he was when he was... 28 years old because he'd been so um, you know in, in 2002 when he'd, he'd been around for so long people thought well, I mean, he's probably knocking on for retirement yeah, or yeah, you yeah. know he'd been around for that I mean he'd been around for 11 years 17 yeah, 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 working yeah, yeah. On the, do you remember you talked about um, you know George Beston so do you remember that advert he was in the Reebok advert yeah, and the greatest team in the world, and yeah. Giggs would be in it, and he'd be in Reebok boots. <laughs> <laughs> remember that one? <laughs> they doctored it when it, it was him, Charlton, and Dennis Law. Yeah, Law. Oh involved. yeah, yeah. there was yeah, also yeah. another one he did where he um, he he got on the, he went to a girl out for a date, so they get a new pair of Reebok boots. Oh, that's right. Do you remember that one? And the other one was Schmeichel, Schmeichel. being a pig farmer and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. also good. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Um, he's uh, he scored over a hundred league goals for Manchester United, and he's the only player to have scored um, in every single. Year the Premiership's been going, mm. which is an incredible. Well, you, you can't argue with that, really, can you? No, well, because it's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> Giggs broke Bobby Charlton's appearance record for United when he came on um, in the Champions League final against Chelsea. Yeah, that's, that's a time that's, to yeah, break a record, isn't it? <laughs> I reckon he gave Bobby Charlton a wink in the gun in the crowd as he came on. Yeah. <laughs> I can only. This will test you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, he joined uh, an elite little group uh, with Steve McManaman and Owen Hargreaves in becoming the only British players to have played in and won more than Champions uh, won, won Champions League uh, don't try Champions League final mm. Mm. so uh, but as you said Luke nowadays he plays uh, in a more deeper midfield role he's obviously not got the explosive pace but as you say, again he's adapted very well to that yeah He's been taking his coaching badges as Giggs, and Ferguson has hinted that he would uh, like Giggs to serve in the coaching staff after he retires. Mm. I wonder how you hint that. (laughs) Sorry? I wonder how you hint that. (laughs) (laughs) What are you thinking? What are you thinking? We'll ask Ryan next season what he thinks of the youth setup. Has he, has he hinted at it? Oh, well, I think you'd be a good coach, wouldn't you? And, <laughs> and maybe you should do your matches. And you like Manchester United, <laughs> don't you? Mm. Well, move on to in, his international career. Um, Did he win the World Cup? 
He never won the World Cup, <laughs> um, and he never even came remotely close to such a feat. Uh, he such played. A feat. <laughs> Leave his feet out of it. <laughs> oh, you're getting me all frothy. <laughs> <laughs> um, such a hairy feat. Such a... Uh, yeah, he's played 64 times for Wales and scored 12 goals. Uh, he used to get a bit of criticism for, for playing for... For being well, Welsh. For not playing for, for Wales, because remember he went years without playing a friendly That's right, yeah. But it was... How, how many years was it? Do you know? Because it was a, ridiculous, wasn't it? Was it about seven years? Nine know. years. Nine years. I think I'll, I think I'll refrain from saying that it was poor form because this is the this is the profile and the, he's coming into the Dean Windows Hall of Fame and we thank mm. him for it. <laughs> but ordinarily, I'll be having a pop right now. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. So what did he say? He just said he wasn't going to play. I think, I think <laughs> Ferguson was a little bit um, overprotective, oh, and that? I think Ryan Giggs probably wasn't that bothered. He hinted <laughs> that he might have a knock. Yeah. <laughs> you can't play. Why not? You got well, if he plays, he might then get a knock yeah, afterwards. Yeah. Exactly. But in uh, in recent years, Giggs, and this again adds to his magnificent character, has become uh, a UNICEF representative and uh, launching a campaign in 2002 to prevent landmines uh, from killing children. <laughs> no, nothing funny about that. No. So, uh, I, yeah. think that's, I think that's, mm. all, all joking aside, I think, I think that's a magnificent thing and well done yeah. to him. So, <laughs> am I right in saying he's won ten Premier Leagues, four FA Cups, three League Cups, seven Charity Shields, two Champions Leagues, a Super Cup, an Intercontinental Cup and a World Club Cup? Do you know what the most impressive Not bad. is? Seven Charity Shields. Yeah, do you know? <laughs> only David Nugent is more decorated. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you heard me. Utterly irrelevant. <laughs> the, Dave, the, the Nuge is always relevant. <laughs> Anyway, I, I shall end with a quote. <laughs> uh, this was in an article by BBC Sports. It says, uh, In the early 1990s, Giggs was David Beckham, before Beckham was even holding down a place in the United first team. If you put his face on the cover of a football magazine, it guaranteed you the biggest sales of the year. Why? Men would want to buy it to read about the new best, and girls bought it because they wanted his face all over their bedroom walls. Giggs had a multi-million pound boot deal, lucrative sponsorship deals in the Far East, and the celebrity girlfriends, at a time when David Beckham was being sent on loan to Preston North End. <laughs> Ryan Giggs, in you come. And as you come in, you can take your shirt off. All right. Well done, Giggsy. Well, that's all we have time for, folks. I hope you've enjoyed the show. If you want to get in contact with us, our email address is podcast at thefootballramble.com. We have a myspace.com forward slash football ramble, a group on Facebook. So join it. And a fan page. Yeah, all that business. Yeah, and uh, you should and have joined. It, it should have uh, worked out all right, the old iTunes uh, podcast provider changeover. But if you hear of anyone who's having any trouble... Don't let them fall along the wayside. <laughs> Get them to thefootballramble.com. Exactly. Which is our website. Yeah. And we're on uh, Last FM. And all that stuff. And, and all Twitter and all that. Twitter. The you lot. name it on them internet. And we're on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, say goodbye, James or Jim. Bye. I'll ring you later. <laughs> goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. Goodbye, Lukey. Goodbye now. Uh, we're all off to form relations with Barcelona. Cheers. <laughs> Gigsy Rambo, Gigsy Rambo! Well done, Pete. Well done, Marcus. Well done, James. Hey. <laughs> James, what James, are you what doing? We just. <laughs> 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 